If you brought your Bibles, would you please go with me to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. We're going to read in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 and 11. If you don't have your Bible, that's fine. You may look along on the screens up there or your mobile device. That is fine as well. The Word of God reads in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, There is a time for everything and a season for everything under the heavens. Now skip down to verse 11, please. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to the end. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your word, which is alive, sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword. I pray at this moment you would open the ears of your people to be able to receive your word this morning. Let it be a seed sown in good ground. And you would use me as an instrument for your honor, for your glory, once again to minister to your people. We pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the house of God this morning. Aren't you thankful for God's presence here? Here at Kingsway Church, we serve a God who is alive, we serve a God who is real, we serve a God who is all accessible. What does that mean is that at any moment, if you need to call on him, he will he'll answer to you. It's not based on his mood. It's not based on the time of day. God is not limited to time. He's not limited to our emotions. But he himself is always accessible, ready to hear you as you pray. So this morning, I pray that you have an open heart to hear him as he speaks to you. This morning, we are in a season of celebration, are we not? This past Thursday, we celebrated Thanksgiving with our, with our loved ones, and boy, what an incredible time it was. But now that Thanksgiving is past, what is next? Christmas. Who is excited for Christmas this morning? How many of you ready to have your Christmas trees up and ready to go? All right, good deal. How many of you went out on Black Friday? Okay, here we go. <laughs> All of us are doing what? We're preparing for the Christmas season, right? You're putting up your trees, you're going out and looking out for gifts for the people that you love, those that are close to you. You're in a season of preparing. And in the same way you are preparing for the Christmas season, you need to be preparing for the next season God is preparing for you and your life. Some of you may have been in the hardest seasons of your life. Some of you may have been in the most blessed seasons of your life. But in all times, God has always been good. And he has done his very best to make sure you have the best. Scripture tells us that he works all things for the good of those that he loves. How many of us are thankful for that promise this morning? That you know that God loves you. And it's more than you could ever understand, more than you could ever comprehend, but he gave it to you for free. How was that? God sent his only son into this world. He lived and he died on a cross, and three days later he rose again, giving victory to all those who would believe. Does anyone believe that this morning, that Jesus Christ is alive and well? Praise the Lord. I want you also, also to know this, that even in times when you felt like resources were tight, that you didn't know what was going to happen next, the days looked tough from from day to day. God wanted you to know that you are still in the winning season because you haven't given up. God is looking at you saying, don't quit because you are in the winning season, friend. If you're in the winning season, you got to talk like a winner. My kids are going to accept Christ. My family is going to stay together in Jesus' name. I will not live paycheck to paycheck anymore. I will not be subject to any abuse anymore. Is there anyone that can declare that this morning? 
It's scary to say, isn't it? Why? Because it may not be real at this moment. It may not be. But you know what? Whenever you call upon the name of Jesus in faith, God is literally pointing his attention to you because you are grabbing it with your faith. It's as if God is saying, stop. There's something grabbing my attention in Beeville, Texas, and it's coming from Kingsway Church. Is there anyone here that, that feels like their faith can grab the attention of God this morning? Call it as you want to see it, friend. It will happen. Faith is your secure key to preparation for the next season of your life. You may be asking the question, what is, well, what is a season? Well, a season, as the dictionary explains it, it's an indefinite or unspecified period of time. You may not know exactly how long you're going to be in a season, but rest assured that no season ever lasted forever. I feel like in life there are, two, there are two types of seasons in general that we've all been a part of. The first season is called the orphan season. The orphan season is whenever you did not acknowledge God as your father. You didn't have hope. You didn't know what tomorrow looked like. And that's a scary place to be, friend. Because the orphan season doesn't have a safe future. That's the orphan season. But then we have the son season, where that's you acknowledging God as your father and you being accepted as his chosen son, which means you have hope and you have a safe and secure future with Jesus Christ. Is there anyone living in the sun season this morning? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. The orphan season, let's talk about that for just, for just a moment. Maybe thinking, what is that? I have a question for you in regards to if you're saying, am I living in the orphan season? Here's the question, have you accepted Christ? If you, once you've accepted Christ as Lord and Savior in your heart, you are no longer an orphan, but you are an adopted son in Jesus Christ. So you don't have to worry about what's going to happen for you tomorrow because God has already ordained your days and he is watching over you every step of the way. You do not need to worry. And in the orphan season, there's plenty of worrying. There's worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen for your family, what's going to happen for those around you. And it's scary to think sometimes that we were once there. But friend, think about it. The scripture tells us there is none righteous, not even one. Is that a scary thought? Yes, it is. If we were to end the story right there, it'd be, it'd be the scariest story of, of a lifetime. But, praise God, there's a but, there's a but to the end, to the end of that, that story. Here's why. It's because though there was none righteous, God sent his only son in John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. That is the key to promise right there. That is the doorway out of the orphan season and into the sun season. The orphan season produces three things. It produces you living in the past, being afraid, being afraid for tomorrow, and the world telling you how to live. God, the first thing he, one of the first things he said against that was that the past is irrelevant. In the Bible, he said, do not call to mind the former things. I am doing a new thing. That is what God is producing in your life. Is that no matter how long you may have been living in the orphan season, God's saying he's going to do a new thing in your life. The new door to blessing that has been opened up for you has been opened by Jesus Christ himself. And what is the key to the door? Faith is the key to that door. It's the doorway out of the orphan season. You were not meant to live in the past, but you were meant to live with a secure future with, G with Jesus Christ. The Bible also tells us for us to cast all of our cares upon him. Why is that? Because God is the one who is able to handle your days. 
The orphan season gave you, gave you the belief that you can handle everything on your own, that you can do life on your own. Friend, you were never meant to do life on your own. God is the maker of this life, and he has already given you a blessed life as long as you would believe in him. Do you want a blessed life this morning? And the third thing about, third thing about the orphan season is that the, it te- the world tells you how, how to live life. Friend, don't worry about what, what anybody else says. Don't, don't worry about if what anybody has to say about your life. The only opinion that matters is God's opinion about your life. What does he have to say about the matter? A struggle may look tough, and to somebody else it may look even tougher. But to God, it says, I can handle this. Don't worry about them. I'm dealing with them. I will work with you. I will take care of you. Does anyone feel like they're being taken care of by God this morning? Yes. Praise the Lord. You may, be thinking, you may be thinking, well, as far as the past goes, some people really hurt me. I can't let go of that. I think about it every day. I get so angry just thinking about it. Friend, I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't doing you no good to hold that in. It ain't, it ain't doing you no good. I know what it feels like to have hatred stirred up in your heart. I've been there. Believe me, I've been there. But there was no greater feeling than when I had whenever I accepted Christ as a 15-year-old boy and I went up to that altar and he replaced all the anger and hatred I had in my heart and he overcame it with love. I look, I look at all of you and I see y'all are living testimonies of that. That love had, love had the final word in your life. And, it's, and it still does, friend. The orphan season has nothing on a child of God who says that they, that they believe in him. Praise the Lord. Psalm 34, verse 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. Yes, friend, there are times in your life where it's going to be a tough season for you. But rest assured, God is going to take care of you. Even while you were in the orphan season, he heard you out of that darkness and he said, Come here. Come to the sun season. I have blessings set aside for you. All of us have been there in some, in some way, shape, or form where you felt like there was no hope. But then, once you accepted Christ, it all left. And now you're in the sun season. Is there any sons of God in the house this morning? Today you can look around and you, you can look around and you can see there are many people with many, with many different stories around you of how they came to this spot in their life. And you can talk to them about, about their journey and not one of our journeys have been easy, but every single one of them have been worth it. Just for us to be called a son of God. Let's talk about the sun season for a moment. The sun season is broken down by three, three characteristics. Are you ready? First one, the sun season is filled with favor. The, favor. the favor of God, we can describe it as demonstrated delight. It's God looking down on you and smiling upon you. I can't tell you how many situ- situations in my life I could not explain how I walked out of them, but by the favor of God, I made it there. A little story I want to share with you at the very beginning, very beginning of my, of my ministry. Uh, it, was, it was a Saturday night. I noticed my, ga- my gas light was on and I had no money, no money to put gas. So su- Sunday morning I get up and I had a plan as to how I was going to receive gas money. I was going to ask a particular person. Church went on. I get back in my car. I turn it back on and I'm like, I forgot. You know what reminded me? The gas light. God, I said, you need gas. <laughs> So I take my car home, I have lunch there, and I sit on my couch and I, ha- I have a little prayer. I say, Lord, my car will make it to the church and then it'll make it to a gas station, but it will make it nowhere else after that. That's all I said. I get to the church, church service was awesome. As I'm getting ready to leave, 
One, uh, one, one of the ladies here at Kingsway Church, she shook my hand, and in between our hand was a $20 bill, and she said, I feel like the Lord told me to give this to you for gas money right now. Little example, right? But still, an example of God's favor over your life, blessing in unexpected places. And you will see that it may be unexpected for you, but for God, it was right on time. God, God invites you, friend, to seek, to seek his favor. He says in Isaiah 66, verse 2, these are the ones I look on with favor. Who are they? We are they. Wear that. Be excited about that, the fact that you are the favorite of God. But you say, I'm only human. I make, I make mistakes from time to time. Friend, we all make mistakes. If the favor of God was dependent on us, we wouldn't receive anything. But by the grace of God, we have the favor of God over, over our lives that looks past, looks past our mistakes. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, But you are a chosen generation. You think, but me? Yes, but you. Believe it. You are God's chosen to do incredible things to help build the kingdom. Is there anybody here that desires to help build the kingdom this morning? Praise the Lord. The second thing about the, second thing about the sun season, we learn it's filled with favor. It's filled with promise. God's promises, three of them I'm going to share with you. One of them, I love this one. He has promised to supply every need that we have. You want, you want to see a verse to support that? I got, I got one for you, Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. By who? Christ Jesus, the giver of every good thing you can need has already been prepared for you by the son of the living God himself, Jesus Christ. The next thing God promised to us is that his grace is going to be sufficient for us. Let's be honest with each other this morning. Have any of us ever felt weak? You didn't know what was going to happen next. You felt like your faith was shaken. Well, even in those weak moments, God's grace was enough for you to be strengthened. It was enough for you not to give up. It was enough for you to make it to another day to tell somebody else, you wouldn't believe what God allowed for me to walk through. You may not know exactly how you're going to make it out, but God already knows. And you need to trust the process because God is still good in every single situation of your life. The third promise he gave us was God has promised that his children will not be overtaken with temptation. I know, I understand the feeling, friend, of whenever your old lifestyle tries to creep, creep up on you and tries to make you think about what, what, what you used to do. Well, friend, whenever any of that comes into your life, you need to look straight at it and say, in Jesus' name, you're not a part of me anymore. I've walked away from that and I am not going to turn back. Not today, not tomorrow. Friend, we need to stop playing nice with the devil. Like, will you please leave me alone? No, friend, tell him, you flee from me in Jesus' name. Declare that name with authority, the name of Jesus Christ, and you will watch how every evil force against your life will have no choice but to flee. I think, but the past was tough. Well, the cross was tougher, okay? So if, you need to, if, so if you need a reminder of how powerful the cross is, always look to the word and let God remind you that, you that you will not be overtaken with any form of evil power in your life. And another promise, anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. That's a simple promise. All you have to do is believe it with all your heart. If you call upon the name of Jesus, you will be saved in any situation of, of your life. I promise you. The next thing about the, about the sun season, we know that it has favor, it has promise, but it also has seasons. 
You may be saying, well I've, well, I've accepted Christ, but I'm still struggling. What's going on? Oh, friend, God wants you to know even in the sun season, there is a winter. But where there's a winter, as sure as there's going to be a spring to follow up here pretty soon, friend. Your breakthrough is going to come. Endure the winter. God will bless you even in the winter time. When, nothing seems, when no fruit seems like it's being produced, know that it's growing. God is developing something beautiful in you. What did the Bible tell us? He has made everything beautiful in its time. It's like, does that mean my life? Yes, he has made everything beautiful in its time. And you will see it. You will see it happen right before your eyes. And friend, whenever you are on that mountain, you don't know how you're going to make it. But then you get to the very top and you look down and say, wow, look how God lifted me up here. God has lifted me up above all the problems that try to interfere in my life. And whenever you're up on that mountain, and you're feeling victorious. Don't forget to look back down because there may be a brother or sister down there who may need your help. And if you see that, go, come on, we're going to do this together. I'm going to believe with you. I'm going to pray with you. We're going to overcome this together. Bible tells us, behold, how good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. Are we in unity this morning? God is. God has, has grabbed our focus this morning, and that's because we've united together in worship. Last point I'm going to make this morning is that it's the season to be a son. Tis the season to be, to be a son, friend. If you're going to be a son, there's three things that have to happen. First thing, you have to live like a son. What does that mean? You have to live in freedom. Any of, any of God's sons were never meant to be in bondage. Sin was not meant to hold you back any longer because Jesus already came and overcame that power. So you need to enter into that power and believe it for yourself. Live in freedom. Don't worry about what happened yesterday. You have freedom today. Next thing you need to do, you need to talk like a son. What does that mean, talk like a son? Don't say statements like, I might get healed. Next year may be a better year. Start declaring it right now. 2018 is going to be the best year I've ever had. It's going to be filled with God's favor. It's going to be filled with, God, filled with God's promise. And in every single season, he is going to be good. Because he's good now and he will not change who he is. Talk like a son. Believe it. It may not look bright right now, but start declaring it. It's going to get better. It's going to start getting better here soon. Putting those faith statements to work this morning, friend. And all those things you can have because you're a son. All of those things. Third thing, as you stand on your feet, please. Praise the Lord. The third thing I want to share with you, friend, is you have to fight like a son. What does that mean, fight? You have to fight to keep your faith strong. I know this journey that we're on. I know it's been tough. I know some days you thought about quitting. I know some days you've thought about throwing in the towel. But God says, don't quit. Don't quit. Fight this good fight. Fight it with faith. Keep your faith strong. God has never failed us. Nor for, nor for any moment will he. He is consistently faithful, friend. So there is no problem in your life that is too big for God to handle. Not even one. 
You may, you may say this morning, but I'm not in a season of fighting. Well, friend, do you want to wait till the battle to fight or can't you want to fight? You want to fight for it now. You can have victory right now. You can have victory over every single battle that can happen. You have to keep your faith strong. So what we're going to do, I'm going to invite every single person that's here, everyone that's here, every child, man, a woman, please come and make your place here at this altar. And we're going to push through all of our battles this morning. Can we do that? Praise the Lord. If you would, leave your seat and come and join me here at the front, please. All of you know the battles that you've been, that you've been enduring. Maybe nobody else does, but God does. And this morning, you can have freedom in the midst of that battle. God can give you the freedom you've, you've been longing for. Whether it has to do with your workplace, your personal life, your marriage, your children, your home, your own mind. There may be something happening with you. And you need to let God break through in that because there's freedom whenever you call upon the name of Jesus. Every person here, just begin to close your eyes and lift your hand towards heaven. Begin to just tell him what you need. Tell him you need freedom. Tell him, Lord, I've been in this battle for too long. I need your help. I need to push through because I can't do it on my own. I need you this morning. I need you to touch me, to touch my heart in a way nobody else can. The battle has been tough, but I will not let go of your promise. I will believe I am covered in the favor of God. And I believe that in every season you are good. And I will not let go of who you are.